All right, everybody ready? Ready when check, you get here. Check, check, check. All right. I, li- I like how nobody really said anything. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was everybody else. Are you ready? Crickets. <laughs> I guess. <clears throat> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nerd... Thi- oh, wait, hold on. Sorry. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Nerds, maybe more. My name is Michael, and I am here once again to chat all things video games. And with me, as always, is my co-host and friend, Marty. Marty, how are you doing today? I am doing all right, Michael. I'm doing all right. I do have one thing that I quickly want to mention. I, really, I, I think we need to bring this up. Maybe it can be the main topic of today because, you know, in, in this day and age, you know, games needs to be to represent different races, genders, you know, everything. And I mm-hmm. really feel like that's a game these days that doesn't represent. And that's World of Warcraft. And let me tell you why, Michael. Let me tell you why. I just recently maxed out my cooking on my character, right? Mm. So I looked at it and I was like, where are the vegetarian options? Where um, are they, Mike? Where are they? They're in the garbage. All they're right? not there. That's where they are. Sorry to the vegetarians out there. <laughs> we need to talk about that. Blizzard needs to change. Marty, we're going to war. We need protein, okay? <laughs> Now's not the time for a shake. All right. Well, Marty, today we're not alone. Okay, we got some, we got some very special guests today, and let's introduce the one that's already been on the show before. First, he has graced us with his presence. He's a YouTube extraordinaire. He's been on, I think, the radio, maybe even TV. He's been kind of everywhere. Dusty, welcome back to the show. What's going on, guys? Now that we've offended a ton of groups of folks here in the <laughs> beginning opening of this podcast, I'm ready to go. Let's go. <laughs> that's that's what we do first thing. And with us for the first time, at least on this show, we used to do a podcast together, as Marty mentioned last week, called Nerd This, which is why I might have had a slip up there. Uh, we have Ryan, who is kind of a hardcore World of Warcraft player. Uh <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. Ryan, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. Till the wheels fall off World of Warcraft all the way. (laughs) All (laughs) right. So as we've mentioned last week, we are here because we want to talk some World of Warcraft. This is going to be officially our last episode of the year. The expansion Shadowlands has been out for, what do you say, two or three weeks now? Two weeks. Let's just just say one one and a half, almost two. About a week and a half, almost two weeks. And we have all four been very deep in the game to varying degrees of success in what Marty considers success, at least because I'm a bit behind on a bunch of different things. And I guess we'll start off by asking, uh, let's start off with Ryan because I found it funny that when people were talking about questing and the stories, Ryan didn't know what was going on in the discord chat uh, because he sometimes has a tendency to skip all that stuff and rush to max level. Correct. Correct. Have you have you gone back, Ryan, and experienced any of the quest story? Uh, I actually started to last night on my druid. Um, I'm just coming out of the mall, so um, that was my plan all along. Just because um, 
I guess for this is more for the guys in this podcast at the moment because they know my history. Um, but I actually joined a guild with no intention of doing anything just but just being a raider. Um, and little did I know by the end of Nihilotha, they'd asked me to be an officer. So once again, I hear, here I sit being an officer in a mythic guild. <laughs> um, so and it's all downhill from here. We know right, the story. Right. So, you know, I, I get married and I'm like, okay, I'm married now. It's time to just be a raider and enjoy the game. And, you know, you know, four months later, like, hey, will you be an officer? Like, okay, let's you do know, it again. I do. You have something in your vocabulary. No. You know, Michael, when it comes to World of Warcraft, that word doesn't exist for me. All right. If that is true, if that is true, <laughs> Ryan, from now on, you have to read all the quest text. I want to retract my previous statement. <laughs> do not do it. <laughs> I can't. But yeah, so I, uh, we, uh, you know, our Mythic Guild, we everybody rushed to max level and started doing their around the world tours on Mythic Zeros, et cetera, gearing out. Um, so I did all that with them. And then now that things have kind of calmed down, I've started leveling my, my alt and going to probably do another one as well. Do one through that whole, of. Uh, what threat of fate or fates of threat of fate? What is it called? Where you can skip Threads the campaign? Yeah, he, he, he had two guesses and he got them both wrong. This is fantastic. <laughs> <Correct. Yeah. laughs> this is like all times. This is wonderful. So yeah, I'll do that on one, and the other one I'll do the campaign again and read it all. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Dusty, what are your first impressions of the uh, the main story campaign? Like, did you like it? Did you hate it? What zones kind of stood out for you? First off, I just want to say how great it is to be on a, a podcast with Ryan. This is the first time, for those of you who don't know, he and I co-hosted a podcast for almost, I don't know, eight or nine months or so, uh, not quite a year, a Blizzard-themed podcast, primarily WoW, because that was kind of the game that both of us were into. So, Ryan, it's good to be on the show with you again, my friend. Good to hear those beautiful, dulcet tones, and uh, that's <laughs> definitely want to say that. As far as the story goes uh, for me, th- this this to me is one of the shining moments for wow lore and story i i I go to a a moment in maldraxxus where the jailer and uh, spoilers by the way uh the the jailer um sylvanas are on a bridge and they're talking and they had this like way of doing these cutscenes, and they kind of cut they pan around and they show this just how big where the place they are and you don't really know exactly where they are but they're talking about kind of you know uh, something that we did as the hero or whatever but just like that just bits and pieces of just the story and how the zones went one into each other uh i liked that i didn't think i would but i liked that better than i did the bfa choose anywhere um but i am so bought into this story uh the jailer to me is a really good villain sylvanas i don't know i'm kind of over her to be honest um but the jailer himself uh i'm, I'm super excited to see kind of where that goes uh, you know all about the arbiter all about the just the, the different bits of lore and 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 you know Ardenweld with uh, with what happened there uh, with the egg uh, the famous egg that we all know uh, you know and just I don't know I just I loved the story and I'd love to hear kind of your guys's opinion uh, I know Marty and I've talked about this a little bit but Michael kind of where you sat as far as like just the story altogether as a whole I before love we story. go any further oh. before we go any further. I did watch all the cinematics, so I know the story on the broader yeah, spectrum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so I'm guessing that from here on, they're at least spoiler heavy. Yes. So if you are a player of World of Warcraft and you haven't experienced the story, pause you now. You had two weeks. You had two weeks. Come you on. had two weeks. <laughs> There's so much more I want to say, but I was I was afraid I didn't want to I didn't want to step on anybody's toes. So not everybody plays that much marty okay stop making people feel bad because they don't spend every waking moment in the game 
Okay. Well, I I do you know go to the toilet from time to time, but that's when I you know use the use the app to set my my co- uh, companions out and do stuff. Ett right, fish and toilet mm-hmm. time. Love, love <laughs> um, it. I personally, well, story wise, I mean, we talked about this last week, Marty, but I loved it. I think that I wasn't done. I think with the Revendress story when we talked about it. Uh, I still think that overall the Ardenwild story had the most emotion and just a lot was there and it tied a lot of different threads to like Legion and things along that line. I really enjoyed it. But at the same time, I love the aesthetic of Rave of, uh, why is it suddenly, um, <laughs> of, uh, Revendreth. I don't know why I kept thinking Ravenclaw, like the wrong thing. <laughs> um, yeah, Revendreth, I love the gothic style of it, and um, it definitely takes a turn when you get to like the wastelands that reside within the the realm itself. So there's a lot going on there. It's pretty interesting. I like the different uh, battles that are going on within the political structure. That's pretty interesting to me. I don't know about other people. Some people probably don't like that, but I do. I think it's pretty interesting. And I didn't go with either of those zones for my covenant, so I still stuck with my bony boys, and I'm necro lord, <laughs> and I'm really enjoying it. Especially as a priest, it gives me like an extra shield. Um, it's been saving me and Torgas quite a bit, so I'm I love the story overall. Loved it. Mm. I agree. Yeah, our Arden World story was just I don't know. I feel like every zone they're, they're so different. And hmm. Bastion, I was talking to Marty just about just the grass in Bastion, how great it looked, how beautiful it was in the world. And just, I don't know, I feel like we, we every time you say, oh, they can't do it, they can't make it look better than, you know, the last expansion they do, all these little quality of life things that they do. So overall, the leveling experience in Shadowlands has been bar none to me, um, you know, one of my favorites uh, by far. Speaking of grass, Marty posted a picture that Taryn Gregory actually tweeted out. And I think it was back in Valsharad that mm-hmm. there's a grass, like the area where the whole Ysera uh, quest storyline kind of culminated and Ysera went down, that there's actually a grass patch there that is in the shape of Ysera's constellation. And I never noticed that before and it looked really good. I was like, wow, that looks really cool. Somebody wake Ryan up. He's looking at the picture. <laughs> He's doing research. It definitely wouldn't be not doing anything else other than looking at story stuff. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> I saw that as well. And I just, I don't know. I just love the attention to detail uh, in, in this expansion. One of the things that it's really stood out to me, and I was actually thinking about this um, before we came on today. Um, part of what I like is, you know, disregarding the rabbit hole that we could go down that, you know, whether you liked or disliked BFA from a gameplay standpoint, a story standpoint, um, I think strictly focusing on the story, you know, we've had this overarching story that we have been living within from day one of vanilla. Wow. And that is either the old gods or the Legion. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it's felt like, you know, for those of you that, so like for me, I, I know the guys give me a hard time because I don't read quest text, but I do love the story. Like I love the movies. I read all the books. Um, but the gameplay for me, just, I, I just get so sucked into actually playing that I just, you know, I, my impatience takes over. Um, but I do love the story. And so for me, the part of the excitement with 
this particular expansion is we have finally deviated from either the legion or the old gods now i know there's some there's some stuff still kind of lingering and present um, but it does feel like we have finally split off and gone down a, an entirely new creative avenue from a story standpoint for blizzard like everything else has been very scripted and planned out now i'm sure that this was probably planned out as well but it's different and it's exciting you know and and we have not only do we have an overarching story, we have four major stories that we can kind of follow along that will probably all culminate in one at the end. So that is exciting. And I, I would have to agree with, you know, the Arden Wall comments that you guys have made and, and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. And, and I think, oh, I'm sorry, Marty, go ahead. No, go on, go on. Um, uh, I, you, you go. I just think that at the end of the day, we've spent so long in Azeroth that we've always known, you know, by that crazy looking, uh, you know, ir- in unreadable chart, you know, about the different, you know, areas in, in the Warcraft lore. But now we're getting to experience the afterlife of, of, of everything that we've experienced, you know, for 15 years now mm-hmm. and seeing how everything, you know, the sorting hat, you know, all the jokes about the Harry Potter sorting, sorting hat of where, where you're, where you go and, and everything. I love it. I think they've done such a good job. And, and I just like Ryan said, I can't wait to see kind of the culmination of all these different storylines. And I also just want to quickly mention that uh, I, I know that the last few, the, the last two weeks, a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about is, is the four main zones and how amazing they look in the storyline and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just want to, to really also next time you are in the mob, take a look around. Mm-hmm. Especially when you unlock the, because I, I recently unlocked the travel network, which actually sends you flying through the zone. Mm-hmm. And when you're flying through the zone and you can see everything a, a little bit more from above, that zone looks amazing as well, by the way. It's probably annoying that you can't mount up and, and you need to have slow run speed, my colossal priest. I'm a hunter. I don't care. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but it looks amazing from, from above. Just want to, to put that out there. Yeah, I don't have the patience for it. I'm running around so much, and I hate going there simply because of that. Um, I did make the mistake on actually going there with war mode on. <laughs> if you're looking, if you're looking to complete that quest where it's like, uh, what is it against the odds to kill 25 yep. players of the opposing faction? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that is a good place to do it because it constantly will ebb back and forth, like towards the entrance, where sometimes Alliance will have it, sometimes Horde will have it, and You'll just have a good opportunity to get a lot of uh, a lot of kills in there. Just tack something on, and everyone else will do the work for you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I keep getting killed by that stupid charred behemoth that's there roaming the area. That no matter what I do, he seems to come after me, even if it's gray bar above him because a horde person attacked him, and somehow it's after me now. I don't <laughs> like it. Uh, I will say, I will say though, keep doing your dailies there. Keep doing them. Get your reputation up because eventually you'll be able to get a mount that works on them all. Now the mount though doesn't that come from clearing layer eight of Torghast, or is there a, think, a mount that you can buy via like having the highest rep- reputation with Venari, whatever her name is, Venari? Yeah, yeah. I think there's multiple ways and multiple mounts to get, um, but but the one that I'm talking about is that um, with the reputation, I think you can unlock uh, uh, what is it, hunts, uh, so you can hunt yeah. different beings. And this week. Yeah. The hunt target was a uh, a, 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 a mob that dropped that could drop the mount. 
um, yeah, so so basically, there is ways to get get a mount. It's just um, you, you just need to work a little bit for it. So uh, so keep hanging in there, keep doing your dailies and 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 doing your talkcast, and eventually you'll be able to unlock a mount. It's it's another it's another progression system, Mike. So just hang in I there. Don't, I don't want to, and here's why: because <laughs> I was doing dailies, and then all of a sudden my bar is getting larger and larger, and then assassins instead of me being hunted or me doing the hunting that you're talking about, I'm being hunted, and then I'm getting ambushed by assassins in the mall right next to the charred behemoth. So they freeze me in place, and then that thing comes and whacks me, so I just get killed, and I can't do anything because I'm just getting killed everywhere. So, <laughs> but, but but to to be fair, because. Um, I think the first day that I was really doing all the stuff in the mall, uh, I also did some story stuff and questing stuff. Uh, and that day I got to the max tier of, you know, him being after us. But mm-hmm. now that I got to do things on a more daily basis, I actually, uh, I, I never get that up high. So I get hunted that much. So I think once, once you get into a routine and we're doing stuff and you don't have like a, a billion stuff to do in the zone, it will get, get better. And I just, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, you know, especially those you, know, you guys who are more hardcore as far as into the rating scene, you know, as far as the changes they've made to World Quest, and I've, I've noticed this because there there aren't any of those just easy peasy ones anymore where you can just nope. go kill one mob and be done. Uh, <laughs> I think the easiest ones for me right now because of how many battle pets I have is just the battle pet ones. Um, and so if I want to get some quick rep or finish a calling really quick, I'll go, you know, knock out the the battle pet ones uh and uh, ryan's got literally like three pets so i'm not sure if that's gonna be (laughs) okay but like ryan what what do you what do you guys think about the changes they've made i'm kind of mixed because i did like the ability just to go to a location kill one of those targeted mobs and then just kind of go on my way but what do you guys feel about those changes so one of the biggest gripes that I, you know, from the people I play with, the community as I'm coming out of is, and always has been, how long things take, you know, and, and, and on top of that, it's also how much of there is to do on a regular basis. So Blizzard, in my opinion, has made two changes to the grind system, um, especially with respect to the world quest, you know, because we had emissaries coming out of BFA and you got one every day, but you could clear three at a time. So one of the things, the changes they've made is, like Dusty said, some of the world quests are not, you can't just walk in and, and be done with them. Uh, now that may change. As we get more geared, you may walk in and just blow everything up and be done. Um, but the other change they made, too, is they did retain kind of the emissary system with the mm-hmm. callings. But you can only do three a week. So mm-hmm. instead of having one new one every day, but only having three available, you still have one new one available every day. But once you've completed three for the week, you don't get any more. Like you're done. Is that is that true? Yeah. I so got, if you, a, I got you, a new calling every day last week. So you yep. get a new one, but once you complete one, it'll it'll count towards your three for the week. So if you look, it'll say like I oh, completed I one back on yeah I completed one back on Tuesday and I hadn't done any till last night and it showed I had one of three done. So you don't have to go do them every day, or you don't have okay. to do them once every three days, which is nice. So is that why I only get gray items as a reward now? <laughs> Those gray items sell for two thousand gold. I mean, right. they do sell for a lot of gold. I'm not complaining about that, but I was just wondering why I only got gray items in it. So Ryan, did you? Is there? I just I, I don't. Is that if that is true? I did not know that. I, I did not know if that if that if that if that is true. I guess I do like that, but the ability to have seven rewards as opposed to three i don't know 
I don't know how I feel about that. There's an up and there's an upside and a downside. Um, but I, I think like for me in particular, I think this change has facilitated more of a, of an ease or of access, if you will, mm-hmm. to playing alts because Absolutely. you don't feel like you're neglecting your main character. Cause you still have stuff to do. Like you honestly reach a point where you don't have anything to do other than just play in game content. And so, yeah. And I think that change, yes, it does have some places where it's like, Oh, this kind of sucks. But in the overall picture, I think it allows people more of an access to the game on multiple characters. You know, especially right now with there being four zones and four factions or covenants, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to play, have one car- one tune for every covenant so you can get the full story experience, it's much easier to do now. And that's what mm-hmm. I want to do, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I want to do as well. And, and, yeah. and one thing that I, that I really, really like about, you know, not having too much to do on my main is that then I can do other things. I can, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've done for the week with my main. I've, I've done uh, the, the World Tour in Mythics, and, and I, I'm basically sitting where I've gotten everything that I can get before raiding. So now what? Well, alts. I love playing alts. I've leveled up my alt. I have an, one alt that is high item level that, that Michael is, and, and Michael's main, I have to say. So, you know, Michael, Michael he, he just had to do that, didn't he? he, he I that, did. I did. That, was, that wasn't necessary. I shouldn't even so, have told him. I told him earlier. I shouldn't even mention it. Uh, so, so I, I could go in. I'm ready for raiding with two characters, and Michael hasn't even started, you know, preparing yet. That, oh, that, I that's that's just how we play differently. That's just how no, different. Our minimum item level requirement <laughs> for raid will be 170, which is heroic level gear. Um, that's the minimum. A preferred is like 175, and then ideal is 180, which is all the mythic. Now, I'm probably just going to get there right in there. I'm going to squeak in for week one. But I'm currently still trying to do the heroics. I just haven't spammed doing a whole bunch of dungeons all at once to get that gear. Um, I was looking for alternative routes to get the gear. And if there's one thing that maybe the world quest system is lacking that it had before was that I would always look at the world quest and be like, Agreed. oh, what's the gear? But I'm cool. okay with that overall because I do, at least I know that when I'm looking for gear, world quest is not where I'm going to be going. And I do like that the only time I have to worry about world quest really is when I get whatever that quest is that says defend Revendreth or mm-hmm. defend Bastion. Mm-hmm. And then you go and you do a few over there and then you're done. Yeah. I like that. I don't want to deal with a lot of the world quest things because they always try to add random mechanics in there that are annoying uh or i still haven't done the flappy bird one yet which i kind of want to do that one looks crazy (laughs) which one is that by the way what's that quest called i don't know bastion it's a i know that it's a bastion but i don't know what it's Mm -hmm. called i don't know what it's called either i did it once and i was like yeah i never played flappy bird now i played this yay yeah (laughs) with that amount of enthusiasm you know, you know, Ryan, Ryan and I used to talk about this a lot. That's the beauty of, of wow is just being able to play, uh, just, just the different types of, of, of different types of, you know, gameplay out there. And, you know, I think my main right now is like 160 something item level. I've gone through some heroics, haven't done any mythics yet, but I've done all my daily stuff, got, you know, my reputations working on. I got, you know, working on getting all the battle pets, things like that in the new zones. But I've also made, I think I calculated last night, I've made almost 2 million gold. Um, and you know, going through and, and, and doing herbalism and mining and just having the Brutus or mount, it just made it literally easy mode. And you know, that, that's the kind of thing that, that, that really does make me enjoy it is the story and the different modes of gameplay. And I'm really enjoying these dungeons, by the way, and tour gas and things that I didn't think that I would enjoy. I'm enjoying 
And I just, it's, it's fun to hear you guys kind of banter back and forth like Ryan and I used to do back in the day because it, it is great that, that we have all of these different methods of gameplay. And I hope to get into the raid and I hope to do some fun stuff like that. But I'm excited that, that I do, you know, have some, some things that, that, you know, the person of, of my, you know, gameplay could do. So. You know, I was impressed by your two million gold, but then you mentioned that you had the Brutosaur mount, which meant that you're a gold making nerd as it is. So it makes it less impressive. <laughs> like every forty five minutes, the first week of launch, I would just whenever I would just have a bunch of junk in my bag, I would just mount it mount mount the, the, the long boy and put him on there and, and in that first you guys in the first couple of days, stuff goes for we, we don't we don't like one percenters here. Dusty, we don't like. Oh, okay. As you guys sitting there talking about my two <laughs> characters, mythically geared, not here, me. I'm not just me. Kill, kill, already killed the Nathrius on Mythic, and I mean all this other junk. I mean, come on now, come on. <laughs> are, are you guys not on PTR testing right now? What the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> uh, no, I'm still trying to figure out what to do on my main character. That's the biggest thing. Is like, there's a lot of stuff to do, but there's not a lot of stuff that you have to do. No. And I think that that's a good thing. Agreed. For people like Agreed. me, I get distracted yeah. so easily. And I'm wandering around with like a, like a chicken with its head cut off because I'm like, oh, look, there's a quest over here. There's a quest over there. Why don't I have any gear? None of them are giving me any gear. So <laughs> tell me right now, what should I be doing? What should I be doing to get my gear? Should I just dungeons. want to spam in your own dungeons? Dungeons. Okay, because mm. I did a few battlegrounds, got some gear. Getting, getting honor is actually a, a good idea as well in the beginning. And I have actually, I'd never PVP at the beginning of an expansion. I'd never do it because I don't have time to, because I need to prepare for, for freaking raiding. And this time around, because there is so much free time, I actually jumped into PVP and I got some honor. I did the, I've done the, the weekly quests and stuff. And with that honor, you can buy gear. And even more importantly, uh, that gear, you can upgrade it. Uh, you can only upgrade it twice, I believe, right now. But as uh, as you unlock more renown, you can upgrade it more and more. So that is definitely a way, an alternative way to help out if, if you if you have those holes in in your gear set where you're like just been unlucky and haven't gotten any upgrades yet. Go into PvP, uh, and you you should be able to to get it fairly fairly quickly. In, in Michael's defense, though, it's it's very easy. And you know, like if if Ryan or I had a schedule that kind of lined up, it would be great because I know Ryan wouldn't mind helping me. But it's it's easy when you have a guild and people who play to where you can say, all right, guys, we're all on at the same time. Let's knock out, like Marty said, you know, like the, the mythic, um, you know, the, the mythic roundabout where you do all the mythics or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've been in a lot of dungeons where um, I've had people in, in it's a pug, by the way, where the people would want to boot someone out for literally dying one time, like on, on, oh, on something okay. that is legit. And it's just, it's frustrating because I'm like, guys, why would we want to boot this person out just for making a small mistake? We're all still learning these dungeons. Mm. People are just so impatient and it would be so much easier it, for someone like Michael and myself to, to do if we had some friends or some, you know, he, he may, he may have some, I don't currently that, that play that, that I could play with to kind of do the dungeons together. I, I guess I've just been really lucky because uh, I've, I've heard, oh, I'm always starting to hearing those stories with people being impatient and stuff, but, but to be honest, I, I, I am in a rating guild, but I am, I'm the, one of the newest one there. So I do not have like a, a set five man group. Uh, um, 
uh, everyone else is like in there doing doing mythics from from pretty much day one and i had to i had to do all that on myself so i've been living in the dungeon with the dungeon tool uh and and doing uh, uh mythics with with pucks and stuff and to be honest i haven't yet met anyone people have been really nice about it and be like oh it's still new we're still learning and, and things like that so That's so it must be a eu us thing i don't know no it's because marty's the one kicking people <laughs> if you don't see it, it's because you're the one. Marty's the one that he's standing to goop for like three seconds. Okay, I could hear the blare coming from his headphones. Boot him. See, and there, that's, one, that's one change Blizzard has made actually um, with this week that wasn't present in the first week that I, I'm kind of on the fence on how I feel about it. Um, but they actually removed the lockout when you queue specifically for Heroic Dungeon because week one – once you specifically queued for that heroic dungeon, you couldn't get loot from it again if you specifically queued for it. Now, if you got it through the random queue, you could still get gear. Um, That's but now, hey, yeah. That's how it always been. I, I don't know. I guess because like, I usually jump so far into the like, straight into the mythic content. Mm-hmm. Um, Say that again, Ryan. Say that again. So on week one. When you specifically queue for a dungeon, so if you go into the dungeon tool and you say, you know, you click, I want to do this dungeon queue, and then you get that dungeon. Once you've done that dungeon, you couldn't get loot from it again if you specifically queued for it. Now, if you click the random heroic one, you could still get gear. But now you can specifically queue for that dungeon over and over and over again. And the part that I'm on the offense about is... You can literally walk in, kill the first boss, and drop group and not get the debuff for queuing. Mm. And so you can basically run that dungeon over and over again, which makes it really hard for the groups that are, you know, trying mm. to complete it fully. And, you know, I because I ended up doing but, but that last why, night. Why but, would people do that? Like, so Why like, would people do that? For a lot of us, like our best in slot conduit drops off the first boss of the dungeon. Ah, that's uh. it. Yes. Oh, so you're after the conduit because I'm after the legendary recipe from the first boss. In the right. Game. And that, there's that too. Like we've got people in our guild that are hunters that have been doing that. People like me and my other wrestler shaman have been going after the conduit, you know, and it just depends on what you're after. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you get to that point, if you don't get the loot, you drop the queue, queue up again and, and do it over again. Okay. Um, and that's, that's detrimental to the people that are wanting to actually complete it. Um, and to, you to know, be honest, I feel I feel really bad, but I'm doing it as well. I'm, I'm going and doing the first boss, and then if it doesn't drop, I'm, I'm dropping out of the group because I don't need anything else from in there. But I do feel really bad about doing it, and I think it's some, it's it's some. I don't know how you would do it differently, though. That's that's the thing. I don't know how right. you would do it differently. I had to drop off the last person and finish the dungeon, Marty. That's what you do. You help but the, the thing. I'm, I'm a DPS. I'm easily replaceable. It's not an excuse. It's not an excuse, but it's it's the facts. I'm easily you, replaceable. Could you have it? Could you have it drop off the last boss? But you can make everything drop off the last boss. I think it sort maybe it would make sense that you know, for instance, the uh, legendary recipes that they drop off the last boss, but the conduits. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they they do feel like it's just a normal item, though, don't well, they? So I, I don't know if it would make sense. I don't know, Ryan, what do you think? Well, so I was actually thinking about this again. It's one of the things I was kind of contemplating before the show today. And I think one of the things that they do, and Blizzard has been notorious for doing this, um, or refusing to do this until the end of the expansion, but um, they don't provide vendor systems that you can specifically target the one you're after because they want people to like, they, they want to provide these means to kind of force you into experiencing the content on, on, on a whole level. Mm-hmm. And I get that, you know, is if you're creating a story and a universe, you want people to experience it. 
But again, that being said, like you were saying, Marty, there's really like it's one of the ways to do it for me is remove conduits and legendaries out of group systems. Now, if you want to put them in raids, fine, right? Like people are going to go do those raids anyways, but like putting them in heroic dungeons, I don't think that's a good idea because you're going to get these scenarios like this where people like me and you and other mythic raiders are going to go in after their best in slot. Once they get to that boss, kill it. They don't get it. They drop queue up again. I think if you provide a currency or, or tie them into single player content where if I want to repeat the content over and over again, it's really only harmful or beneficial to myself and I'm not affecting other people. You know, that's one way I can think of to do it is to remove it from the group play areas. But, you know, so I, I have a question. So like for someone like myself, who's done a little research for my main for the for the demon hunter, the, the best in slot uh, conduit for me is from one of the middle bosses in the raid. Um, and that's frustrating. Uh, kind of like what Ryan said, you know, that's frustrating. Do we know, are we going to be able to get those from LFR or do, does it have to be normal and above? I would think LFR because they also, they also drop in, in, you know, normal and heroics, right? The, the, sure, con- sure. the other contracts. I, I would yeah, think so. I would think you would be looking to that. Okay. All I know is that this whole discussion has told me because Marty said he hasn't experienced any toxicity. And everyone's been cool. And now we know why. Because he's in and out of the dungeon before things go bad. Oh, <laughs> he's either yeah, people or he's out himself. That's I it. have still done all the mythics, mainly with random people, where I have been nice. I've been telling people what to do. Me I am, not, that's why I I am not the bad guy here, Michael. That's awesome. <laughs> all I know is that I have to spam uh, some heroic dungeons today. Um, I guess I'm just going to have to suck it up and do it. Um, They're not like bad. Kind of like Marty's situation is that I um, I am in a guild and I really enjoy the members there. Um, but we're kind of spread out right now. We're not like Mythic Guild, so everyone's not rushing to max level. But we do have the people that do rush, but they are kind of cemented in place. Like They've been doing this for years and years and years, so they have their group that they go with. So it's mm-hmm. either I'm not on at the same time as them, so I'm not able to jump in the group, or I'm like, hey, anybody doing dungeons? And they're like, sorry, I'll full up already. And mm-hmm. especially, like, I play priest, so I've been playing holy, and it's like, oh, um, I can heal. And they're like, sorry, we already have a healer. Or we'd like to pull you through, but we don't have, like, a mythic healer to, to like, just switch you over to shadow and just pull you through, which mm-hmm. I've actually been specking my loot to holy but i've been doing all of these dungeons as shadow priest simply because the stress level as a dps is so much lower than the stress <laughs> level of a healer which oh, is yeah. not good because i'm not learning like how to properly heal the dungeon but well, at the same that's, time that's, I'm like, <laughs> that's nothing to learn just heal people and you're, you're good <laughs> so I'm like, I don't have to worry about these people being better geared than me and not being able to heal them up. Do you I'll actually, just, when you're oh, raiding as a healer, when you're raiding as a healer, do you actually pay attention to, to the tactic session? Because I, I never did. I just heal people and then, you know, I got, do. And then I got loot and everything was cool. That, that's that's the life of a healer. You I do, well- and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Um, <laughs> we were doing Nihilotha and you remember the boss, uh, what is it? Um, the soccer ball one where like you're trying to kick it through uh-huh. uh, certain points well they put me on soccer ball duty because we ran out of people to do it and I didn't know so when it came to me to kick the ball they're like oh you're in perfect position and I was 
The problem was was that I faced the ball right towards Queen Ashara. Because <laughs> my thought process was like, yeah, we're going to hit her with this. Because nobody really explained it. Because I had, or I hadn't been paying attention. But and I wiped the entire raid. <laughs> let me ask you something, Mike. Let me ask you something. What did you do next time? I told them I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, that's not how you learn. That's not how you learn and grow as a human being. <laughs> After everybody was done laughing, they said, don't what worry, we'll do clear it before that happens. <laughs> you get the hell back up. Come on, Mike. I did, okay? Once my angel went away, the, the angel of shame, as they call it, in the raid. <laughs> Oh, I miss the Legion days when you had the legendary. But so when when you were in angel form, you just rest afterwards. Oh, I miss that one. That was awesome because I, <laughs> I had a tendency to, to die as well. <laughs> uh, but no, it's been I've been enjoying the dungeon so far, and I haven't really had too many uh, negative experiences. I think I had maybe one, but it still wasn't even that bad. It was just somebody kind of complaining that people didn't know what was going on, but. Once that person actually stopped complaining and explained it, then everybody kind of fell in line and we finished it perfectly fine. So if you're one of those people that likes to complain that people don't know, simply give the then strat. Help them. Help yeah, them. Tell the strat. Not everybody looks at um, Ryan. videos beforehand help and things them. like that. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> Ain't nobody Ryan. got time for that, Marty. Week two and you're not spamming the dungeon cues? <laughs> What's wrong with you? No, I... I can't, I really don't have anything I can put to the table on this conversation because, you know, our group or our guild, you know, we, we had all that so structured out, um, not even necessarily by us organizing it, people just kind of taking on themselves that I think we cleared like week one, it took us four hours to clear all the dungeons this week. It took us two and a half. So I was on Tuesday night, I was done with all the mythic dungeons. So, yeah. I guess that kind of brings me to the writer. Yep. Yeah. Difference difference in playstyles. And speaking of that, there is something that all of us get to do, but we choose it for different reasons. And I am curious on um, covenant choices and why. Oh. Um <laughs> I chose the Necrolord, which is Maldraxus, for my holy priest. Um simply because I like the abilities, I like the aesthetic, and I just kind of enjoy it. Like that was simply it. I didn't look at anything else other than the aesthetics. Like I almost went Bastion because I like the way their armor looked. Um, Revendress armor looked pretty cool too, and their mounts. Like I looked at those. You can just like, see how are... Ryan is, is getting more and more like <gasps> his, so heart, his heart is beating so faster. And... Right now. He's like, wait a minute, you're a holy priest? Did you? Did you, you see look at Wowhead? <laughs> Michael, you already made the mistake. I'm not worried about what covenant you go as a holy priest. The fact that you went holy priest in general is already the mistake. Ryan, what the hell? That was here stepping over line. That was stepping over line. Do you, best. Don't, don't, best. Shame, don't shame holy priest on <laughs> this show. Oh, Disc, God. I actually have to learn a bit more. What I like about Holy Priest is that bars go down, I make them go up. <laughs> Jokes aside, I agree with you, Mike. I, I've tried, because I'm main healing these days, and I have been since um, Nihilotha, um, and I I have tried for the life of me to play Disc, and I can play it. Like I Physically, I can do it. I just don't enjoy it. Um, mm. So, I agree. Are I find still, Holy much more fun. Are you playing the Monk? No, so I did Resto Druid all the way through Nilotha, and this tier so far, um, I'm Resto Shaman. Okay, so 
What did you choose well, as your combination? set is amazing from the Dark yes. 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 So good, yes. good choice, good choice. Um, I chose Necrolord as well, um, but because their abilities are the best for the shamans um, rating-wise. Um, and so originally it wasn't looking like too much to my dismay, because I enjoy pushing Mythic Plus as well, um, that Necrolord was going to be best for Mythic Plus, but right now it is looking like Necrolord is going to be best for both Raid and Mythic Plus, which is huge. Um, I almost didn't play the Rustro Shaman um, because, of that, because of that particular thing, because um, Druid is the same for both Mythic Plus and Raid, so I almost stayed on the Druid, even though they're not re- necessarily in the best place for a Mythic Raid healer comp, but Ryan, how many characters did you have at 50 at the launch of Shadowlands to pick from? Like, did you just have one of each that just depending on what your guild needed, you could just choose choose anything? Yep, I had everything to 50. Um, the I had my one alliance character was my DK, and I got him up just so I could level through the alliance zone. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. <laughs> no. All right, Dusty, what did you choose as your covenant and why? I thought Ryan was going to ask me how many 50s I had, but he didn't. Um, I already know. You have like 15 of each. So no, I don't. So, so, so for me, so for me, uh, I chose Night Fae. Um, a, a big surprise. Uh, I, I just, for me, I loved the abilities uh, for Demon Hunter. Uh, I love the hunt. Um, that that ability. I don't care if it's you know it's. I think it's like out of the four, it was like second uh, as far as uh, Mythic Plus and for raiding. Um, but I love the abilities. I I, I love the aesthetic. I, I love the little back pieces they get. Uh, and I just honestly, I just wanted to spend more time in that zone. Um, and I just, I loved it. And I know we we're ta- we've, we've talked spoilers and I won't go very far into this, but we are already able to go to chapter three in our covenant storyline. And for those of you, which um, I know Marty is, uh, the, the night Fae as well. Um, chapter three, uh, it has to do with a specific, uh, night elf warrior, uh, who we are chasing down and through Torghast and, and, and just the storyline and the story bits you get is absolutely one of my favorite things I've ever experienced in WoW. And, and Marty, maybe you can speak on it as well, but I just, I love Night Fae. I love the aesthetic, but I'm going to have four, I'm going to have one in each. And so eventually I can experience uh, all of them, hopefully. All right, Marty, it's on you. Yeah, I mean, Faze Bay, what can I say? Um, I can rhyme. Um, so, <laughs> no, I mean... Is that I, why you I, chose it? Because you couldn't I, find rhymes for the other yeah, one? I needed yeah. to find something yeah, that rhymed. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's what I always do. Um, that's how I pick everything from class to, to, to race. Uh, no, actually, I went with... I think my when I saw when, when I saw the expansion at BlizzCon, I was like, I'm so going Venthyr. Um, but I think that back then, I was like thinking that I would be playing my, my Shadow Priest, and it made, made good sense uh, aesthetics-wise. To, to choose Winthia for that, but when reality hit, uh, I was actually maining a hunter, and I was like, all right, I'm a Night Elf hunter. Uh, out of all these uh, uh, zones that I've been through, I, I, I just felt most connected to to uh, Ardenwild. So that was definitely part of, of the decision process, and it definitely helped that when I then looked at what what is one of the best uh, things for, for my hunter, uh, um, the Night Fae was also uh, uh, the best choice when it comes mm-hmm. to TPS. So that definitely helped me that just cementing that, that, that decision that this is where I'm going. Then I also have leveled my priest, as, as I said. And, and as I said, I wanted to go Wenthia with it. And I did. 
and I didn't like the abilities and I looked at the spreadsheet and they weren't the best optimal choice either. And I was just sitting there, you know what? I, I can't do this. I, I cannot play, I cannot knowingly play subpar. So I, I took a look at it again and I was like, all right, uh, the Necro Lords is actually up there both in rating and both in Mythic Plus. There is a chance that at some point, even though it is my ult, that I will be getting into both. So let's just switch to, to Necro Lords. So I did. So I'm a, I'm, I'm a Necro Lord just like you, Mike, on my priest. And, uh, so yeah. I, I I think I do tend to look at it from you know of, of how is my what is my character how do I uh, what do I feel about my character but I also do look at what is actually best so I do try to to, to strike a balance uh, between both both worlds but going forward with other else I'm pretty sure that I will be looking at all right what haven't I leveled yet what zones haven't I chosen uh, covenants have I chosen yet because I want to experience everything all right I guess um. A logical thing to move on to would be uh, Torghast. Uh, Torghast is the the end game kind of randomized uh, tower that you can climb for both materials so that you can craft your legendaries, as well as I think there's like what there's modes just for fun. Uh, I know Dusty had mentioned something about clearing layer eight. Didn't mm-hmm. even know there were eight layers. I'm still trying what to get layer two. Um, <laughs> I got wrecked by the boss on layer two of like one of them. Um, I have both you don't layers have gear, clear. Mike. We already established that. It's no wonder. I'm one sixty, you jerk. All right. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> anyway, um, hey, you don't boss, say that. The boss on layer two kind of wrecked me. I got through it uh, pretty decently enough, but the boss on layer two kind of destroyed me. So, um, how do we feel about? about Turgast as a, as a whole. I can start really quickly. Yeah, I, I do enjoy them. I, I do think it's fun. I do I think I definitely think it's a better system than, than the islands were. Um and the fact that I don't have to spam then endlessly to get some random currency is amazing. And that I don't have to do a lot of, of stuff to get currency to get into it. Like like the visions is also great. Um that being said I do feel like, at least at the moment, that it's taking, for me at least, it's taking a long time. Um, I do feel like those th- th- uh, six floors can, can be a little bit time-consuming sometimes. I don't know. Maybe it's also just because we're having the gear that we have at the moment and at the moment still trying to learn and I'm, I'm exploring pretty much everything of the floor. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's also just you know down to, in the future, we'll know a little bit more about how to do them and how to get through them quicker but i think that's my only thing right now is that i i i need to sort of plan around when i do it because it does take a long time for me yeah i i i think that to me uh and michael i don't know i like to kind of hear what you think about this being someone who doesn't have a raid team currently i could see this being something that i could really get into hmm. um the only complaint uh, because I can do it solo. The only complaint that I have is just the length of it. Um, especially the way gaming is going and kind of trending right now. Um, if I could just hop into and say, okay, I could hop into a Torghast run and be done in like, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes and get some loot and be done. But there's times and there have been runs where I've gotten to the very end of like layer three and I die and I lose 
you know, the ability to get those rewards from that specific layer is frustrating. And I may, may have spent 30 or 45 minutes on it. And so uh, as a whole, I like the randomness. I like the Diablo-ness of it. I like the ability. I was talking to Marty about this this week. I like the ability that, you know, they could add random mobs to this, like, you know, related to seasons, you know, and, and it would be really fun. Uh, you know, Halloween, you know, have some really cool spooky mobs and, you know, do, do fun things that they could kind of continually update and do some interesting things with the randomness involved in it. But I would love to hear kind of what Ryan thinks about it as far as from a, you know, a mythic rating perspective of like the enjoyment factor of being able to go in with a group, uh, strategize, get get the really cool abilities and powers and kind of get OP and then go towards the end. Yeah, I, I would have to mirror some of Marty's comments because I think, you know, Islands and Visions were a huge letdown, um, particularly from the standpoint is they felt very, very much like chores, you know, that we couldn't we couldn't fall behind on, you know, um, which to me, that always feels really bad because it, it kind of doesn't really allow for you to enjoy it for what it is because it's, it's something you have to do. You know, that's the, it's that age old adage when kids are, you know, in school or young, they hate reading because they're forced to read. But if you let them read on their own and they can choose the books that they want, they, they end up enjoying it. Right. And so I think that's one thing Blizzard kind of nailed this time is the requirements from those pieces are so minimal on a weekly basis that it does allow for you to enjoy, enjoy them um, for what they are. Um, so for the fact that, you know, we can go in, and knock them out once in a week and be done. It's nice. That way, if I want to go back and do them later on for fun, whatever, like it's not a big deal. Um, and I know at some point, I think they're going to be introducing an endless level one where you just keep going until you can't go anymore. Hmm. Um, but I know like week one, obviously you had to do levels one, two, and three um, from a campaign or, or questing standpoint. Um, but once you've done all that, the really nice part for me is like, if I want to cap out on my soul ash for the week, I can basically skip to the hardest level, do it yeah. once and be done. Yeah. Same with the other yeah. side, you know? And so that part is nice. Yeah. Um, and I, I do really enjoy it from that standpoint. Um, but I also like, like just going in there, I find them fun. Like this week, one of the sides was really rough. Um, and in my guild, everyone was commenting on how rough it was. And we had people try it in groups of five, all the way down to people running it solo. Um, we were mixing and matching, trying to see if you could queue as a healer, making things easier, queue as a tank, makes things easier, you know, whatever. Um, but with, between the, the, the magic damage mobs and, and some of the debuffs they put on you, it was a really rough week. Um, so I can definitely understand and reflect some of your frustrations there, Dusty, because stuff like that, when it, especially for people who do like you, they want to jump in, they want to play it and experience it in its full entirety with the limited time that they have to be on. Um, and when it's that difficult, it makes it really hard to do. And, and again, it kind of overshadows enjoying the content because it just becomes frustrating. I, I will have to say though, as a pet class, I, ex my experience is so much different than everyone else. Because everyone is like, oh my god, this is difficult. These mobs explode. I'm dying over here. I'm dying over there. I'm just there, you know, sending my pet, killing stuff, blazing through. Uh, still on a little bit on the slow side, as I said, time-wise. But still just having a good time in there. Just like, oh, oh, my pet died. Oh, feign death. <laughs> I'm back, baby. It's amazing. You should all just play Hunters. I think that <laughs> be, and the thing for, for me is that I went in there at like just quest gear mm. and 
so the first you know bout that I did with Torghast, I think I was like literally like one nineteen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just it was just green or blue quest gear. But as soon as you know, I ran through the normals, uh, got up to some heroic uh, dunge- dungeons, got some gear from them as well. As soon as I did that, it became much easier. Yeah. Um, yep. But it, it's very dependent on the abilities. It is. Um, that you get as well. Um, and if you get unlucky, there could be a, a run where you get to the end and you're like, well, dang, I didn't get that one thing that I needed, you know, okay. but I really want to play around with the different abilities and just, I'm, I'm so glad there's no entry fee. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. so glad that we can just do them as many times. I did not like visions at all. And, and for me, Torghast has the ability to, if I want to go in and get literally like three of the, the abilities on my demon hunter that when I fell rush, it can, you know, it adds like 15 yards to my fell rush and then just have like an infinite fell rush. I can, I I can do that and just have fun with that. And I think the, the, uh, the, I guess ability that they could do some fun stuff with that and add some new powers over time is really, really cool. Yeah. yeah, I do have to say that that I I made it sound like I had I had it really easy and and I I do feel like that as a hunter we probably have it a little bit easier than others but I still feel like um, you also need to know how to play your class and do different things and that's what I really love and that's what I especially really love about hunters is that you have so such a big uh, toolkit that you can do a lot of things and and then when you add all those randomness to it all those abilities. It was, it's so much fun, especially I was in there with my priest today, actually, which I'm, I'm definitely having a harder time on my priest. Um, but I've, I got the, the more rats. Uh, so they, when, when they die, they explode. And I also mm-hmm. got the one so they don't fear, so they don't run mm-hmm. away in low health. So I could That's basically awesome. just see like a big group of mobs and then I could see three more, uh, more rats. And I was like, all right, I can pull this whole room and That's explode awesome. it all. And I did. And it was glorious. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. The stuff like that is so fun to me. So, so intriguing. Mm-hmm. They could, they could use this to test different abilities as well. Uh, mm. maybe things that they are thinking about implementing in the game they could just actually, have like where they change some things sort of is because uh, some of the legendary abilities at least for the hunter i don't know for the other classes but one of the one of the uh, legendary abilities you can actually um get inside of Torcast right now so i actually mm. got to play around with it before i actually had the legendary uh, uh, ability or the, the item from it so so but, but yeah i can totally see how they can just test out other other things that's not in the game yet yeah i don't i don't mind that it's difficult uh i don't feel like i am being hindered in any way by like not really completing it maybe except for like you know if i was really trying to like min max and felt bad about not having all the soul ash which i don't have yet for that quest Mm. (laughs) that first one that you get for having a certain amount uh i've only cleared the first layer of both wings because there's like two that initially open up right Mm. Uh, two a week i think okay so i've just done it this week where i cleared both both layers and I found it fun. Um, it was challenging. I enjoy that. Um, as I know, Dusty plays games like uh, like Hearthstone, where they have certain things like this. And what was the um, what was the other one? Uh, Tom was playing it as well. Dusty. It's a card based one where play the spire. Play the fire. Yeah, like you're kind of getting like those vibes. If you've played roguelikes in the past, then you know what you're kind of getting here. Uh, random abilities that enhance and you could kind of try to tailor it a certain way and try to build 
towards something fun. Like Marty mentioned, he had Mallrat Annihilator build going on so that when he destroyed one, it kind of like had that big echo thing. And I tried to, I play a lot of defensive things, like things that increase my, my power word shield. Mm. Um, things that increase my fear length. So when I use like psychic scream, they're feared longer. Um, there's also another power that you can get where enemies that are feared or incapacitated in any way take more damage. Mm. So I like choosing things like that. Um, I think yesterday for one of the layers, I was literally just casting power word shield and just trying to get little hits in here and there because the boss was just hammering they ridiculously hard so it was hard for me to keep up but it kind of helps you learn a bit more of your abilities as marty said that like you need to know your class and if you don't know this could be a good way to kind of jump in and learn what your abilities are because you're put in situations where you have to use things that while questing and leveling you might not actually normally use Mm. Yeah, I think it's definitely good for, for pushing. It can push you a little bit out of your comfort zone uh, and you can start using just other abilities and, and, and just, you know, it, it makes you play around and, and do different things. And I think that's definitely, that, that's a good thing because you get used to your toolkit and who knows, maybe one day in the raid, you will do something amazing and, and just save save the day because you, you realize that you you actually had this ability and you can do this thing. Yeah. Speaking mm-hmm. of being pushed out of your comfort zone, um, this is the first expansion that I've actually been with a group that is, at least while I'm in it, wants to get in raid week one. So, as we know, I'm not quite there ready yet, but I will be by the end of this weekend, hopefully. It doesn't matter. You can have green and stand in the back and it's fine. <laughs> That's not true. You have to be able to keep people alive. Um, <laughs> That's why you have more than one healer. <laughs> I think that Sai is behind me. <laughs> He's the raid lead. He's the heal lead. Um, but this is the first time that I've actually like been a part of that process to start getting geared so quickly. And I kind of feel pressured like in a negative way. <laughs> I'm just like, I want to do all this other stuff, but I can't right now because I have to go do this in order to get the gear. Arguably, if I just hammer in like one day and do a lot of it, then I'll probably be set. Um, but, you know, sometimes life happens. So I guess I'll start with Dusty because I already know the answer for you too. Dusty, are you planning on getting in week one to Castle Nathria? Uh, no. I mean, I just it just is not going to happen. Would I like for it to? Yeah, sure. But it, it's just, it's not. Like, I just I don't have that group that, mm-hmm. that I, I, I have the ability to, you know, I mean, I'm sure I could reach out and find that group just with my, my lifestyle right now. I just, it just doesn't, it's not going to happen, but I, I really do because I'm so into the story, this expansion, I do want to go through, um, you know, and I, I normally do go through all the LFRs, but I would eventually like to be, to be, you know, part of a, a, a kind of a, a group of people who go and, uh, you know, have a raid team that, that raid a couple, you know, nights or afternoons or whatever it may be, but no, I'm not going to, but I'm excited for you that you're going to get to experience it so quick um and and i just i'm, I'm i just think it's going to be a really cool raid altogether yeah. and that that's one thing that I, I, it's such a shame that we still have this divide between the different uh, uh you know areas in the world we have a divide yeah because yeah. i would love especially i i, I I felt it last week when I saw my my whole guild except me doing mythics runs together, <laughs> and all the achievement spam in in the guilds. And I was sitting there like looking at my friends list, and and I was like, oh, if only I you know 
could could call on those amazing American folk that I know <laughs> over there. It would it would have been a breeze. It would have been fun. Yeah, and it would it would really be cool. We talked about it earlier this week that you know the way the time schedule works and the time that I you know would get to play and the time that you would be on Marty. Mm-hmm. Like I know I know you would help me and I could yes. you know message you and be like, hey, can you let me tag along and and you know and and do fun things like that? But Blizzard, get your act yeah. together. If, if, that, <laughs> if that wasn't thing, Blizzard, if if that divide wasn't there, Michael would have been in full epics by now. Full epics. Here we go. Yeah. Or I would have been getting yelled at because they'd be like, hey, we offered you to come and you said no, you were in Torghast. <laughs> Still. Still stuck on layer one. Um, so Marty, what's your plan? What's your plan this time around? Are you just doing a normal and heroic or is your guild also going to dabble in the mythics? My guild is very lazy. And I consider this as a good thing. Um, and it means, it doesn't mean that people don't prepare and stuff like that. It, that's not what it means. On the contrary, pe- people, most people are really like already geared, already and, uh, and things like that. And we will go straight into heroic. We will skip normal. Um, so we will be clearing, start clearing no, uh, heroic. And eventually we will have cleared everything on heroic. And then we will clear a few weeks so people have all the stuff that they want. And then we'll take a break. Uh, play other games, have some fun with, I don't know, battle pets, whatever. Um, and <laughs> I just say it like that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we'll take a break on, on, until the next raid is out. So that that's how my guild is set up. Um, it's a new guild. It's the first time that I'm actually going to to raid with them. I didn't know them before BFA because I did get in and into the, the guild towards the end of BFA, but everyone was gone. Uh, it was basically a dead guild. It was really weird to be like. Invited to the guild, nothing happened, and just be like, "Are you sure we're going to raid when the expansion <laughs> ends?" But everyone is back and having a good time, and and just waiting for the raid now. So, so yeah, that that's basically what they do. They they clear everything, make sure people have what they want, and then they'll take a break. What I will be doing after that, I do not know. If there will be some, I, I mean, I am toying with the idea. Maybe, maybe, maybe seeing if there's like a few easy bosses on on Mythic, then I might go in with the with dungeon. Uh, tool mm-hmm. when 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 it opens up and when it's possible, but you know what? I don't really, I, I don't really need to 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 raid mythic. So I, it, it's something. If if the option is there one day, I might take it. But you know, I'm fine with just doing it on 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 heroic. All right, Ryan, you're the mythic raider. Then here, you're all alone. Um, is your plan kind of the same as Marty's? You're going to skip normal, go straight to heroic, and start getting ready for when uh, mythic launches. Yeah, so we've set forth the standard of expectation that most people should be striving to be around the 180 item level mark um, going into next week, which I think most people are. Most of us are anywhere from like 182 to 185. Um, and then we'll we'll jump straight into heroic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm sitting on my shaman is 183. But um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, so yeah, we'll jump into heroic and then we'll basically go as far as we can get until we start hitting a wall. Um, if we hit a wall, we'll jump back in and start clearing normal um, because, you know, probably be a few pieces or one-off pieces that people can get, some conduits, some legendaries, that kind of stuff. Because um, I think most of our guild, myself included, we're going to actually wait to craft our legendaries until um, Mythic Week hits. Mm-hmm. Just because we're waiting to see what kind of changes Blizzard's going to make, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so we'll basically keep going and then... Obviously, the idea is to clear heroic first, but you know, if, if 
history holds true and some of the end, the wall bosses could be the end of uh, end of the raid bosses. Sometimes the first handful of mythic bosses are actually easier than the last couple of heroic bosses. So if that's the case, we'll jump straight into mythic, get some gear we can off the easy ones. Um, and so we'll, we'll just take whatever path is the quickest uh, and most, ac- most accessible to be uh, to getting gear and upgrades um, so that once we do fully go into mythic, we'll be ready to roll as best as possible. So have you guys already started planning for the uh, for the holidays? Because this is a weird release in terms of uh, things that are probably not ideal for a bunch of different people. Are you guys planning on breaking at a certain point? Do you have like a goal that you want to get to before like Christmas and New Year? Or are you clear. just saying, Full clear, right? are you, are you uh, saying screw right. family? Screw family. We're, we're doing seven days a week. Um, <laughs> our, our guild doesn't know it, but we're actually going to be competing for world first. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Seems like you might want to know about ahead of time, but yeah. that's just no, me. I know. We've already been dealing with holiday stuff. I mean, week one was Thanksgiving week for us. So yeah. we had a lot of people, myself included, that were gone. Like, I literally got to play for two days and then I took off. And so um, I convinced my wife, uh, you know, I got to give her a shout out here. She was willing enough to come back super early Sunday morning from her parents' house so that I could get back on and, and finish my Mythic Zero tour and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll rate up until the week of Christmas and then we'll take the week of Christmas off and then we'll just kind of assess to see where New Year's falls. Um, I haven't looked at my calendar. I don't know if it falls uh, in between before or after our raid days. Um, so if it, if it affects raid days, we'll probably take that off as well. And then, you know, after that New Year's week, we'll probably be back full swing. All right. Um, that's pretty much what I got. Marty, do you have anything else that you kind of want to throw out there? I think I hit all the big things unless I missed something. Uh, I, we haven't spoken very little about PvP, which I'm, I'm really wondering. What, what's up with that? Why, why are you guys not more into PvPing? Dusty, what are you doing? You're not out killing uh, noobs? <laughs> no, I'm not out doing that kind of thing, Marty. No, I, I uh, th- believe it or not, though. I the there is a quest. There was a quest the first week. Um, I, I'm I'm a renowned hog. Or I'm not renowned uh, anima. Mm. And I, I, I any way I can get mm-hmm. it. Um, and so I accepted that quest there in Orbos, and I uh, did my duty and went out there where a bunch of folks were killing each other. And uh, after eventually a, a bunch of time, I completed the quest. So I, I did kill some other horties. Uh, on, on 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 that I'm day. I'm so, so proud of you, Dusty. I'm so proud of you. I, I know you are. I appreciate that. I really do appreciate that. I just love the verbiage of I went out there and I did my duty. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. It was Steve Rogers you know what server he comes from, right? Oh, here we go. This is <laughs> true. Moonguard. Here we Moonguard. go. Yeah, Moonguard. The RP Moonguard. Max server. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's Moonguard. Okay, don't 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 hate. Okay, all right. I like I like I like Moonguard. It's a good community over there. You know, I've actually thought about, and I was thinking about this towards the end of BFA as well. Um, maybe jumping into the casual, low level arena hmm. style things. Um, That's cool. Yeah, just to test it out. I've I did a few matches and we won, but it's low, really low level stuff. So I don't really know the scene, and I don't no. want to have to look. At all the differences between like a PVE uh, skill set versus a PvP skill set because different abilities are more desirable in different settings. And then, of course, you have your PvP talents and all of that, which I'm just like, I don't know what all that is. But um, (laughs) the the, the, the (laughs) thing is, I think what works really well is if you find someone else 
you can play with that is also just having fun, just trying it out or, or whatever, then do that and maybe set a goal that you want, like a, a, a probably fairly low goal to begin with about what rating you would go for and just try and go for it because... And if you lose the first ten times, don't be discouraged because you know every, they, they, they are they they are so short. Arenas are so short that you can jump in and do a bunch in in an evening if you want to. And each little little uh, skirmish, you learn something from it. That's something. Ah, oh, I should have done this instead. And you know you don't you you don't get that experience by just sitting there and 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 you know do dungeons. I do want to say this about PVP uh, being the leveling nerd that I am. I love leveling. I love, you know, leveling new alts, things like mm. that. My second character, my hunter, which got 60 ding 60 last night. Um, I decided to, I found out that the fastest route was to do the storyline um, and not do threads of fate mm-hmm. um, and just kind of spam dungeons kind of in between as a DPS. And you would have about 30 minutes in between, which was, it, it ended up being the, the quickest route, but I turned war mode on. And I will say this, I had some very enjoyable moments mid leveling where folks would attack me or I would attack them or whatever. And we had some pretty good bouts and, and it was fun and it was, it felt, it felt lively and it felt like we were a part of a, uh, a, a different, you know, two different factions and I really enjoyed it. And I definitely enjoyed the almost, I think like 20 or 25% buff, uh, for XP and it, it just, it made it all the world a difference and I really enjoyed it. So now has anybody here gotten the PVP seasonal amount? Uh, I have, I not, have no. in one season. I think it was back in Pandaria, maybe. Uh, it's a very, very amazing looking uh, uh, tiger <laughs> mount or something. It now, is amazing. that like a huge grind or is that relatively... Uh... I think back then it was 100 wins, uh, which mm-hmm. sounds like a lot, but it actually didn't... I think we did it in four, three or four sessions. Um, that being said, I was with a group, a, specific, a set group, and some of them were, were more PVPers than I was. I was the healer, so I, I was being carried a little bit, but it, it wasn't too too bad. And in BFA, I, we didn't go for the mount, but I think we went for some of the um, unlocks for the neck. And uh, I was a, uh, I was a shaman back then, so I was the mentor, and it was very different. But it was it was quite fun. It was really good fun. So, but we didn't go for the mount, but I would say that if you just, even though you're just a, a casual player that doesn't delve into PvP uh, that often, I, I would say it's still very much obtainable if you just, you know, again, put it into your, your weekly rotation of things you do when you'll you get it eventually. And, the, I, the, sorry, Dusty, real quick, uh, the season starts with the launch of Raid as well, right? Uh, at the same time? I, I, believe, I believe so. I'm, I'm not a okay. PvP expert, but I believe so. I think everything starts at the same time. Alright, Dusty, uh, go ahead. I just wanted to ask Ryan really quick, speaking of leveling, um, I know that, you know, you were talking about being able to, to have as many alts, you know, possible to, to do fill in for whatever your raid needs or whatever and min maxing or whatever you want to call it. Have you found, uh, have you started leveling an alt yet, Ryan? And, and if you haven't or if you have, what do you see to be kind of the fastest route to get there? So I have my druid. I started it actually last night. That's the first alt I've been playing. Uh, and mm-hmm. I chose, uh, threads of fate right did i say it right this time yeah you did yeah yes yeah. Uh, yeah i chose threads of fate um and i'm gonna see how that goes i've heard that threads of fate is the quickest and easiest way um but i have not personally been able to throw my own hat into that ring 
Um, so I will be testing that out. And my next character, my next alt level, I'll do it strictly with, um, I'll leave the campaign on. Um, I've heard dungeon leveling actually is slower. Hmm. Okay. I, I think what I've heard is that the, the quickest and also most entertaining and fun way to do it is to stick with, like Dust is doing right now, stick with the main storyline, do dungeons every time the, the, the queue timer is up. Um, and then at 59.9%, yeah. you, yeah, you switch to, to Threat of Fate, so you don't have to do all the introduction quests that, that uh, unlocks at max level. So you go straight to I think that I heard that Blizzard Hot fixed it, where if you hit 60 on campaign, um, that you can now switch over. Okay, okay. I, I haven't heard that. I don't know. I have to but... check on that, but I think mm-hmm. I saw, like, the guild chat was talking about it, like, that Blizzard had just hot-fixed that so that okay. you don't have to worry about switching it because that is a horrible feeling mm-hmm. uh, that you, like, hit max level on it all and you're like, I'm, I just finished Ardenwield and you want me to now do the whole Revendreth storyline <laughs> because I've already done it before? Like, yeah, it just yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense. So you still have to do the intro to Torghast yes. regardless. You still have to do all of yes. that. Um, what, what what I'm talking about and what, what Marty's talking about, I think, is that you actually get to skip the remainder of the story. So let's say you're done by the first quest chain there in Ardenweld. Well, you don't have to complete Ardenweld and everything to unlock your sanct- to, to unlock your covenant and do all mm-hmm. that. So th- that's kind of what... But as far as like the intro to everything, you still have to do the intro to the covenant. Uh, you still have to do everything else. I- I'd love to, to see them introduce a skip for the Maw intro uh, mm-hmm. when you begin... Be- a character but, but the thing is is that if you do i'm finding that with war mode and rested i get to like 51 oh. almost 51 and a half really easily so. i mean doing the intro i get to 51 even without war mode on so uh, it's almost right. like a, yeah. that intro is built, <laughs> built to be one level <laughs> i don't know how many more times i can watch thrall stupidly yolo his accent freaking yeah <laughs> I don't know because I have trouble finding him a weapon. Every weapon I choose, he just complains about it. <laughs> he shouldn't have thrown his weapon away to begin with. Like, bro, how did you not learn your lesson the first time you gave away Doomhammer of all weapons? Like, now you're going to throw your axe? Like, come on, you're not Thor, buddy. How about the stupid jokes that that during that quest, that intro quest where he's trying to find an axe and he's like, I don't know why the yeah. Alliance likes these swords. That's right. That's right after that. Yep. It's so stupid. Sorry. So I've got a couple questions here. Okay. So when you're doing the, when you're connecting all the pieces of the helm to take you down into the mall, right? That really dumb quest that you can't, mm-hmm. you can't use any movement speed to drag the stupid pieces over to where they go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you walk around, you can see all of the, you know, the representatives from both Alliance and Horde faction. Mm-hmm. I was exploring yesterday on my Druid, and I noticed that Rakan, aka Zappy yes. Boy, right? Mm-hmm. He has what looks to be a combination of a glaive and a scythe on his back. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No. It, no, it, I didn't know, but I'm so impressed that you noticed. It. <laughs> I and notice I know, it. right? Whew, I almost had an old school moment where I got done. And I woke up, I'm like, "Whoa, what just happened?" I blacked out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to know what that thing is. That thing looks so cool because I will have to go check yeah. it out. Oh, you don't care about the lore; just want the item for yourself. So here's my other question, and I think you guys may or may not have discussed this in other shows. I, I don't know. 
But my question, I presented this and had this discussion with others in the guild, um, other discords, etc. Do we think that Sylvanas is going to take the path of an Illidan, or is she going to take the path of a Gul'dan? Oh no. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know what they're doing yeah. with her, and it annoys me. Um, it is. I, I feel like we already had the Illidan one very, very recently. I don't feel like she's redeemable. I think what she's been doing is pretty gruesome. Um, but I'm, yeah. I don't know. I think Dusty and I talked about it as well on, on, on my show. And... I think I would be having a hard time with them just killing her off as well and making her a raid boss and stuff like that because she's she's been such an integral part of the story. But then again, they have done that before where they've killed off beloved characters and I don't really know. And I, and I think that's both what is a little bit exciting but also very annoying is that, I, I don't know, can't figure it out. She's going to die would... off screen. <laughs> in, the, in, the, <laughs> in the screenplay in the screenplay for the I movie will, that's going to be cancelled I was listening to the instance last night and they had a a bit where they talked about what would be the, the most d- disappointing way for the, the Silvana story arc to end and I completely agree with them one of them said what if they which I could see Blizzard doing this what if they ended this where she ends up the leader of the alliance. No, she ends up sacrificed. Yeah, she ends up sacrificing herself and ends up having to be the jailer. Oh. And so she is. She's condemned to the Shadowlands forever that, that, and, and into the mall. And they make her the that's jailer. Illidan. Like that would that's be Illidan again. It's the same story. No, I, I, I know, and that's kind of what Ryan was getting at. Oh. I, I really could you imagine that, that would be so disappointing. Be a jailer. And a little and, and someone to make sure that the parent is locked like, away. Would she grow to the same size as the jailer? That's what I want to know. I don't know. But wouldn't that be so disappointing yeah. though? I mean, she already has the hole in her chest, you know, she doesn't really have a heart, so <laughs> that's true. I think there's that's a true. third option, and I don't know if this is gonna go this way, but I mean um, we, we know don't. that Sylvanas and Arthas have a past, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't they not have a yes. romantic past at one point? Um I don't think no, so. not really. No, 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 no. They did. That so what's must that be some, that's some fanfic you've been reading right there. <laughs> that's, that's that's a, I may, I may have, may have found my way into a. Side when you were passed out, out, Ryan, did you see images in your head? <laughs> you know, maybe there's, uh, you know, because a lot of major characters we're discovering are, have ended up in the Shadowlands that we didn't know. Mm. You know, so maybe there's another story that she's chasing after somebody or something that's there. Maybe. Maybe. How do you how do you think they end Tyrande's story? The only the only justifiable way that they can end her story is if she gets the justice. If she gets to wield the the final blow. So you think she's the one who does it? I think so. If that if, if that happens, I will be very huh. disappointed if they don't. Now, what form that final blow comes in, I don't know. But I think you have to end the Sylvana storyline with Tyrande. Okay, so we're getting the garage, the garage treatment here, where we're gonna have to kill Sylvanas, but then we don't even get to. Um, Tyrande's gonna step in, illegally cheat, and uh, kill her. Oh, that's not the first time that has happened in raiding history, is it? 
No. I mean, hopefully, technically, Athos killed us all. We're all dead. We're all gonna show up and steal the kill again. (laughs) No! (laughs) I mean, we've we've died twice now, in, in. Technically, because Arthas killed us and we died in the fight of Argus, and it was only because of other people intervening that you know we could rest. Well, and... I don't know about you guys, but I'm really impressed of where how they're handling Tyrande's story right now. Like, I, I love it. She is a bad man, so much better. And especially if you're if you're a night fae and 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 you see some of that story that that is going on behind the scenes, oh, it, it's it's yeah, so yeah. good, so good. So, I need more Bolvar. I'm mm. I've been super pumped and I'm a little disappointed we haven't seen more of him in action. Okay, Ryan. I want to the throne. I want to pitch something to you, Ryan. What if, okay, this is hypothetical. What if Talia, okay, his daughter, what if her and Anduin had a thing? I'm down. Me too. Yeah, Me too. Let's pitch awesome. it. Okay. I'm Me there. too, and and I think it is sort of in the cards because they do have. You think yeah, they're the only two young characters in the whole alliance? That's why. Oh, exactly, but also I, I do feel like uh, they they do have some some interactions throughout. Uh, uh, I don't remember if it's in game or if it's in the books and stuff like that, but they they do. I, I mean, I think it's very possible that they they could potentially end up together. It's gonna be a world quest where you have to help Anduin pick out his dress attire for it. Oh, here we go. Now I'm making fun of us. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, that's it. I just I don't want to go ham on it, but um, how would you interweave it in the game if they did? Just like something along those lines. You have to make so nervous. <laughs> I just, I to me, like part of the excitement from it, I know I get made fun of because I don't read this, the quest and we've already gone over this, but I do enjoy story. I do. I really do. Um, I've been an avid reader ever since I was a kid. I love movies and TV shows. I get really sucked into them. One of my di- biggest disappointments with WoW is I want to see more story brought to light. Like, show me. Like, I don't want my imagination to show me. I want you to show me. Give me more cinematics. Like, I want to see Bolvar really flex his powers and be in a fight. I want to see, you know, Thrall, like, really, like, start going ham with his shaman abilities. I know we've seen brief moments of it, but, like, like show me these hero classes in the game, like, in action more. Like, I know we've had mm-hmm. snippets of it, you know. Uh, was it going into to Legion, the Undercity scene where we get to see Anduin really flex his res ability? You know, we, we've seen stuff like Absolutely. that. Give me more of that, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I do agree. And I think Bolvar, they they have a really interesting character there. Yes. And I, I, I'm, I'm with you, Ryan. I, I don't want to see them kind of leave him hanging. And the I, same I thing goes for Torelli. I, I don't think they will to- because they, they have so many pieces set up. They have his daughter that didn't know, uh, know he was alive. They have him as a character, as one of the main characters. We will see more uh, in, in one of the, the patches to come. I, I, I don't think necessarily in 9, 9.0 Um you know, maybe he'll make an an appearance here and there, but I don't think we'll see him shine until later on. Okay. I also agree with you, Dusty. I think the Tyrali and Illyria piece is really interesting too, and I would really like to see them kind of bring that to light and and really, you know, bring that's it forward. For the books, okay, that's for books and audio dramas. That's where they reside. <laughs> I don't know. I think Tyrali is really cool, and I'd like to see kind of what they would do with his story. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I think it'd be really cool if Blizzard explored maybe bringing like uh, not necessarily a TV show, but every so often releasing these small mm. webisodes 
is that even if they're one-off pieces, you know, where it just kind of shows or, or brings some sort of story of a side character that we all love and would really like to see more, but brought to a, you know, a, a, a digital creation of sorts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm with you there. I, I loved all the small, uh, the, just the four bef- uh, cinematics we got before uh, the release, and and all just all the in-game stuff that we've done so far. It, it's phenomenal what they do. Um, coming back to Teralian and Aleria, I don't think we'll see too much to them. To be honest, I think they will be saved for that big uh, Void uh, Lord expansion that is somewhere around the corner. If it's the next one mm-hmm. or the one after that, I don't know, but I think they'll be saved for that. One person that we haven't heard any whispers or seen much about, or at least to my knowledge, that I'm wondering if he's in the Shadowlands somewhere and where might he be is uh, Varian. People yeah. are looking. Um, I would like to see Varian. Now, I when I was on Sill's podcast, Whispers of War, she asked me a question, who would you like to bring back? And initially I had thought Varian because I, I like his character, but at the same time I'm like, no, because that would undermine the whole Anduin. Uh, thing going on but I would like to see Varian and how does he look after being like is he still like his previous form is <laughs> shattered pieces all over the place so you have a green hue about him um, because he kind of had a pretty violent end some people are saying that because he was killed by fell magic that something could be amiss and so he isn't there that is also a theory that's, no, that's good yeah too. Yeah, I didn't think about that actually. That's pretty good. I've, I've never heard that one, but that's he's one of the few major character killoffs that I'm okay with. Uh, oh, well, you are. No, yeah. I was sad to see him go because I really enjoyed his character. How's that? I'm just oh. giving you a hard time. I know. Nice one. But yeah, I, I was sad to see him go because he was such a cool character and you know, he was so pivotal from day one. Um, but like you said, Michael, I think it really it allows Anduin to kind of step forward and us to start building story off of him. But I think some of the other ones that they've killed off, I have felt um, from a writer's standpoint, they were a little bit unnecessary, and you're just killing off. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. Like steps up and then automatically gone. But yeah, Varian, like he got a good ending. Like he went out. Uh, no pun intended with the bang. Um, <laughs> oh, that's he went cinematic. Out oh. Well, so that's yeah, my other question. That's my other question. Bring in the Vulgin thing with Rakan. Rakan is always, they've kind of portrayed him as a shaman, have they not? Yes. yes. So if you go look at him and go look at that weapon, it very much reeks of Shadowhunter. Hmm. And mm-hmm. a shadow hunter is the one class, like the Vol'jin book, where he the, the Pando, Pando, uh, Pandarian book, or whatever, is mm-hmm. probably one of my favorite books. And I would love to see them show in a cinematic piece of sorts a shadow hunter in action. And I would love to, for a shadow hunter to be a class in the game. It's funny you should bring it up. We have it directly from Blizzard HQ that the next hero class will be shadow hunters in the next expansion. Congratulations! You get a shadow hunter. You get a shadow hunter. And you, Dusty, you get a shadow hunter. Well, you know I'd have like two, but okay, yeah, that's fine. I don't have the rep. <laughs> I think the one thing we haven't talked about—it's very disappointing—is how they've handled so far the Uther storyline. I feel like we saw him in that one uh, cinematic and then they just kind of left it there. And then we saw him the, the one bit during the story, but I, I don't know. I, I think that his, his relation you have, you have to play Bastion to, covenant to figure okay. out. I, okay. I yeah, yeah. Okay. So if that's the case, then I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it being there. I, I just, I don't want them to just leave that. 
because his relationship with Arthas, his relationship with Jaina, that that whole thing um, is intriguing to mm. me. I, I, I don't want to see just let that die. Yeah, there, so. there's no way that they could just leave it at what we saw. Like, even if you have to go to the Bastion, simply because he's part of like the opposing side that you would think that he would be on. Mm. Uh, do you think that he would be with like the pure Curians and things like that? But then we see him on the other side of things. So there's definitely more story there. And I don't think any of us have gone through the Bastion uh, campaign no. to see if that concludes there. And if it doesn't conclude there, then I'm sure that we'll see some more uh, I, down the line in the future patch. I don't remember what it was, but I, I do remember one of my guildies saying that. Because if, if you look at, at the dungeons right now, um, there's like some of the dungeons we, we know while we're going in there because we follow the, the, the main storyline that everyone goes through. So we understand why we go into some of the dungeons. But then there's the last half of, of the dungeons was where there's not really any story tied to them. So you just get in there and experience a, a random story moment. Uh, and there's some of them that just doesn't really make... I mean, sure, I understand what's going on in there, but I don't know what led up to it. Um, and I, I believe that some of the uh, Covenant storylines actually are, the, are that lead up. Um, mm. So, so some, of, some of those storylines, we already get teased right now, but we won't understand what's going on in, in its fullest until we actually start to get in there with, with different Covenants and, and, and getting through the storylines. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Then if that's the case, I'm completely okay with them putting it there because that's the, that's the right place to put it. So, yeah. All right. I think that that's a good place to kind of start wrapping this up. This has been uh, an hour and a half long episode, pretty much. It's been a good one. Uh, <laughs> do we have any last thoughts on anything that's coming up before we go ahead and transition out of here? More vegetarian options, please. <laughs> all right so first of all i would like to thank our guests for coming on and before we go ahead and get out of here i'm going to kick it over to dusty first um dusty where can people find you online what do you have going on uh pretty much now's the time to let people know where you're at so I, I host a, a YouTube-centric podcast where I interview YouTube creators called YouTube Creators Hub. That's kind of one of the big things that I do. And I also have a YouTube channel. It's just Dusty Porter on YouTube. Nothing really related to gaming, just primarily just tech stuff uh, regarding software and things like that. But uh, I am in the works of doing um, just talking with Marty and getting back into WoW as much as I am. I really do want to talk about the game. This is really just it's really lit my fire uh, to, to talk about the game. And, and Ryan and I uh, did have a show, as I mentioned uh, previously. I'd love to have him come back on uh, maybe just you know temporarily or do kind of what Marty's doing solo. So eventually here in the very, very soon future, I'm going to launch something where I, I get to talk about the game and, and release my thoughts on it because this, this is a lot of fun. And uh, thank you, Marty and Michael, for allowing us to come on the show and do this. This has been a blast. Of course. I love uh, getting the old crew back together. Even if Tom's not here, it's all good. Uh, he's doing who knows what. Anyway, um, Ryan, uh, where can people find you? And I have to ask for personal reasons. Um, is TRC a thing um, that is in your mind? Is it a possibility coming back? Um, what's going on? Funny you should ask. Um, I've had the itch. The itch has never gone away. Um, you know, as we kind of talk. You should do something off. about that. Maybe a cream or something. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's a good point. I'll have to look into that, Marty. I'll get a second opinion. Um, 
Sorry. But, uh, uh, no, I is it kind of hung up the TRC hat towards the end of Le- uh, BFA, particularly because, um, as we discussed off air, I got married in September. Um, you know, so between job changes and kind of just starting my my personal life on, on a new path forward, um, just kind of took a break. Um, I actually took a break from WoW around that time as well, um, and I didn't come back till uh, the end of EP and at the beginning of Nihilotha. And so I just kind of wanted to spend a, a, a raid tier where I was just raiding. Um, and as we already joked, I'm now an officer again. Um, but the creative itch to do TRC um, has never left. And I, I know Marty, I've, I've sent Marty some messages asking about uh, my hosting options that were, were there before. Um, but yes, I, I want to bring TRC back and I, I have plans to do so here soon. Um, but I don't know particularly what format. That's kind of one of the things I'm, I'm struggling with. So I want to go back into more of that. Uh, class breakdown, fight breakdown style, um, or do I want to go back more towards just kind of discussing whatever topic interests me? Uh, more of a just a chat. I don't know. I got to figure that out. Um, and as far as Dusty's comment with with bringing back back Dusty, that itch has never left me either. I, you were you, our show was one of the reasons I always was able to keep up with Lore more so than me uh, by myself, <laughs> and and I like that, and I want to bring it back. You know, like just this today was. I really enjoy telling my roommates and family, like, hey, don't bother me. I'm podcasting again. Go away. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, man, I'm excited. This has been fun. So thank you very much for letting me flex the podcasting legs again. All right. Well, a little bit possible inspiration was that this podcast actually came up because Marty and I were getting a bit stir crazy from not doing the Blue Recluse. And we just kind of wanted to podcast again. And we kind of jumped head on without any plan other than we just kind of want to talk about, talk about things. So uh, sometimes the best thing to do is to just take a leap out there and take a chance. So that goes for you guys here, as well as anybody who might be listening out there that if you've ever had the idea of a podcast and you just want to do it, uh, my suggestion is just do it. Uh, what's the worst that could happen? Uh, <laughs> Just as long as you're having a good time, it doesn't matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. It's as long as you're enjoying it, then go for it. Wait, have fun to, with it. You have to enjoy it as well. Yeah, you oh. know um, that's usually a I big think, thing. I think we have some talking to do over the break. Then yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Speaking of the break, this is actually the final episode of Two Nerds Maybe More for this season. Uh, we will be taking our holiday break after this. So this will give everybody out there a chance to catch up on all of our previous episodes if you haven't ca- caught all of them. And you can do that by checking out the website, twonerdsmaybemore.com, or you can email us if you have any questions, want to check in on us. You can check us check us up on twonerdsmaybemore at gmail.com. And you can send us messages over on Twitter at twonerdsmaybemore with the number two in front of it. Other than that, I have nothing left except, once again, thank you to Ryan. Thank you to Dusty for joining myself and Marty on another exciting episode of Tuner's Baby More. Yeah, thank you so much for joining, guys. It was amazing to see your fresh faces again. Except you, Dusty, because you have your camera off. But your voice then, your voice in my ears, it's amazing. It's been fun. Thanks, guys. All right, we will see you all after the break. Thank you, and take care. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye.
This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. Thank <laughs> you.